Welcome to Barbecue 321, Episode 4. Today we have the pleasure of talking with pitmasters Megan and Jason Day of Burnt Finger Barbecue. They have won numerous awards and are known for their award-winning barbecue sauces and rubs. And they, along with their two children, are in the premiere episode of Barbecue USA Season 2 on the Food Network, airing Monday, July 10th at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. We're excited to learn more about their journey and their secrets to making delicious barbecue and just hearing from them. So let's get started. Episode four, barbecue. Three, two, one. Barbecue, three, two, one. We're here with Burnt Fingers Barbecue, Pitmasters Megan and Jason Day. So happy to see you guys. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, good to see you. Happy summer. Happy summer. The new season of Barbecue USA is premiering on July 10th on the Food Network. And you guys are in the premiere episode, The American Royal. Yay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to catch up and check in and see, you know, how was it filming Barbecue USA? You had your kids there. You had the kids queue. We followed you through the whole thing. It was so great. You guys had such great energy. You know, I know your old hat with TV crews, but <laughs> how was the experience with uh, Barbecue USA? It's chaos in a good way <laughs> because we have such a plan that we're doing and we get we have that plan because if something comes up or something changes then we have the ability to go right back to exactly where we need to go right and so when you throw in cameras and if anything else goes on or my kid says hey i need a snack <laughs> which happens a lot you know like jason and i are are running and so that just adds some complexity to it but gosh it's so fun we love being able to show people what it is that we do so it's a happy chaos joy. Does it change up your cook? Do, do you have to change things with the cameras there? Or are you guys just kind of ignore them and, and do what you got to do? Uh, a little bit of both. Um, you know, there's, I mean, there's certain things that, you know, are more exciting than others when it comes to barbecue. So you to make sure those are happening when the camera's around. And, and we chose to, 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 you know, take some risks with our cook, you know, with the, like the sugaring of ribs is not necessarily something we've done a bunch in competition. Um, but it was something we wanted to do this, you know, make it a little different. Um, we've done it before. They've worked really, really well in barbecue. We thought maybe that would be our way to push through to the award stage at the American Royal for us last year. And, uh, yeah, it just didn't work out. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert, but you guys did great. I mean, there's so many teams at American Royal. What is the American Royal to you guys? Yeah. So we're from Kansas city. The American Royal is here in our hometown. It's the world's biggest barbecue contest. It's the barbecue contest that got me into barbecue. Uh, I used to go down there before I started cooking and, and go to the parties and, and enjoy the atmosphere. And I had some friends that were on a cooking team. And really, that's what kind of got me interested. And I Megan was going down there. I mean, before yeah. we met, she was also going to the American Royal to, to enjoy the nightlife. Um, so yeah. we've got we've got long standing ties to the American Royal even before before we were a cooking team. We were actually we discovered the weekend that we met. I think it was a weekend or two weekends before that was the American Royal. We were at the same party, never <laughs> met each other, never saw each other. But they're like, wait, you were there? I was there. And so, yeah, it's always been something that you do in Kansas City for either entertainment. And then every once in a while, 
you get this itch like, man, I could compete. I think my barbecue's good because everybody has barbecue pits around here. Everybody's uncle has a sauce. Everybody's friend has a great recipe. So you just, it's kind of part of our, the scene here. So then when um, this guy said, I think I want to do some barbecue in competition, it was like, okay, like some guys go play softball. He's going to go play barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and that's how you got started. I mean, obviously the love of being in Kansas City, but then when did you guys start going together as pitmaster? I mean, were you doing it for a while, Jason? Before? Yeah. So like the, the party we were going to, right. They, they had like a team and they asked me to be a part of the team. I was like, great. What are we going to cook? And like, no, you're the, we're part of the drinking team. <laughs> so I said, well, that's not what I'm interested in. So we, I found some buddies and we started our own cooking team. Wow. Uh, we were cooking for, as we created Burfinger barbecue for a couple of years, yeah. um, I don't know, three, three, four years, maybe. Yeah. I was just the official drink. Fetcher <laughs> and box turn in. That's what, I mean, really, those first few years, it was really kind of the guys' things. And then the girlfriends and the wives, we hung out, made sure that there were po- like the, the, all the stuff was there, make sure that all the products were there, make sure that we had our, you know, banners and all the, everything looked good. But you, you guys and your recipes and your skills. And then it was kind of as things happen where friends get together, then they kind of slowly separate. One guy wanted to go make beer. One guy, you know, it just it, one moved out of town. So all of a sudden, Jason was like, I really want to continue to do this. Will you kind of come on board? And so that I think that was probably around 2010. Don't you think? I think so. Yeah. Around He started in 2008. I think by 10, I was taking a bigger role. By 12, we were. It was, it was the two of us. Two of us, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, are you guys doing this full time now or is there still a a full time job and the barbecue? I know teams are it's so amazing to me when people have a full time job and also do the barbecue every weekend. It just seems like so much to juggle. Yeah, it's Megan is full time in barbecue. This is this is her career. She runs Burnt Finger Barbecue, our sauce and seasoning line. Um, I'm still working a, a corporate job by day and then balancing barbecue and by night and weekend. That's great. It's crazy when people make that total leap to full-time barbecue because it just seems like you have to have so many things set up and be winning. Now, you guys have numerous awards. Congratulations. I saw you walk the stage at, at Memphis in May. Yes. Uh, we, we were there. I mean, that's that was very exciting. Yeah. Um, we're, we, Memphis in May, you know, it's, it's a different style than it is in Kansas City. And so having ribs hit in Memphis... That's huge. That's huge, huge, huge. So we were really pleased. And seafood. I mean, we're landlocked in Kansas yeah. City and knocked out a seafood yeah. second place, baby. I think we are the the most that being Kansas the Kansas City team, we might be the physically furthest away from any <laughs> salt water body that there is. And you know, we got we got second in seafood. Yeah. Pulling those crabs out. It was a crab cake, right? Yeah. yeah. It was a crab cake. Yeah, that's awesome. But I think we made 30 of them preparing for this, you know, what getting yeah. it exactly how we wanted it and knocking yeah. it out. Kansas City, Mississippi crab. Missouri River. The thing is, having done Barbecue USA for the last two seasons now, we just keep seeing the same faces. And so it it was exciting, you know, to see you guys go up on stage and I'm like, oh, I know them. <laughs> oh, we know. I recognize them. Yeah. yeah I know. I know. It, it, it is. I mean, we've been doing this for over, like, this will be our 15th year coming up this next year at the American Royal. Yeah. You know, 15 years. And to know that year after year after year, 
we're being able to walk the stage. Sometimes it's only in an ancillary. Sometimes it's for the actual meet. Sometimes it's the whole contest. I think that's what drives us is because those flavors are always changing what the judges like. We're cooking for the judges, right? Yeah. Constantly. We cook for ourselves at home, but we cook for those judges. And so year after year to try to navigate that and figure it out, that's the sport for us. How many contests are you guys doing a year at this point? Are you every weekend or, you know, no, no, no. we, but I mean, I, you know, I think we try to hit five to eight is kind of what we, there was a period when the kids were teeny, teeny, tiny that we were hitting, or even before they were born 25, 30 contests, because that's what we enjoy doing. Now there's swim team and there's, you know, whatever, there's all kinds of extra little things. And we want the kids to feel just as important. And so we pick and choose kind of what we're doing. We're, we're looking at getting another couple contests in again, now this summer that have specifically the kids cue. So the kids can really practice their sport um, and get them ready for the Royal next year. Probably like eight to 10. Eight, yeah. Yeah. That's where we max out where we were at like, you know, close to 30 a year. And how many of those are the kids cooking at? Because that's a big part of our American Royal episode, uh, you know, watching the kids cook. Yeah. Yeah. We we try and get a couple, like at least trying two cooks for them in before the American Royal. Um, yeah, unfortunately, one of the contests we used to go to around here that had a, had a great kids cues, just it, it, it didn't survive the, the, the COVID era. So uh, we're finding some new ones now. They're going to get two cooks in this year. We were just, that's a, I was trying to pull up our schedule. We were just putting it together, so they're going to get two cooks in before the American Royal coming up this fall, and then they'll get a cook after the American Royal, so they'll get four in during the year. Now, are, are they both into it, Hank and Meredith? I mean, are they, or, or is one more into it than the other? Or you know, it, it, in the show, it, it's fun to watch because you have that nice sibling rivalry going on. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I to me, my opinion on it is Hank or Hank, Hank is. He likes the, to be competitive and just wants to beat his sister. And if it happens to be at the American Royal or in Kids Q, fantastic. Meredith, on the other hand, is constantly, mom, can we try this spice? Mom, can we do this? I think I want to do that. So I, I think she's more into the actual cook and he is into winning. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's, that, that's accurate, 100%. <laughs> so uh, let's back up a little bit. So you guys have been doing the competition thing for a while. What has been the biggest changes that you've seen with the competition barbecue circuit? Because it, it feels it like, yeah. yeah, it feels like there's been some, it's, I mean, we're new to it. You know, we've only been doing it for the last two years, but it feels like there's been some just massive changes in the whole circuit world. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the equipment that people bring to these events now is, has changed dramatically since when, when we first started that, that was, everybody had to pop up tents and like a little trailer smoker or, you know, something that would just sit outside of a 10 by 10. So nighttime at these barbecue contests was complete silence. And you'd hear like the, the as smokers were opening and shutting throughout the night. Now with these big rigs, everybody goes inside, sleeps in beds and air conditioning. You hear the hum of generators overnight. So yeah. like the, just the environment has, has changed. And the fast, fast, hot and fast has taken over a lot yeah. too. So some guys really aren't even starting to cook until the morning, whereas we would start our pits and you know the night before. Yeah, we put on at ten o'clock at night. Yeah. We're, up, we're up wrapping at the same time these guys are starting their cooks nowadays. Um, so, and is that because of better like temperature monitoring, or is that just because of a judge's palate changing? Like what what's happening? I mean, it leads to the other. Yeah, <laughs> everything always leads back to what a judge is going to score, right? So 
you can do anything you want, but if it doesn't result in points in the in the uh, judging booth, then it's it's not going to be a trend. So uh, I think uh, it, the the hot and fast started out with you know it was a new flavor, it was scoring, uh, but then I think the appeal of uh, folks not having to stay up all night barbecuing if they're going to do you know thirty forty contests a year, you know, adds adds into that yeah. as well. So what gear are you guys toting now? Like what's what's your arsenal of gear? So we are still, we're, we're kind of a mix of what we had last year. So we can, we have our pellet grill. We love that pellet grill. We cook our chicken and brisket on that pellet grill. And then we swapped out our big chamber smoker for a gravity fed pit. Um, so something that just, it cooks a little, a little different, but it's back to what we were cooking on before we made the, the full blown change to pellets. So now we got the best of both worlds. We can get the charcoal flavor and we can get the pellet flavor and we can switch between the two to just really dial in the flavors that we want. And you guys had a pretty, a pretty good footprint at a Royal. Yeah. I mean, and that's mm-hmm. just, and, and that's kind of how you roll now, or you roll smaller at some festivals or. Uh, it just got big. So the, the American Royal being our hometown event, we had, we had a very large spot there. We had uh, one of our sponsor parties was, was happening on Friday nights. So we had room for them. And then all the friends and family that come out and visit us, we just need a little, little bit of elbow room uh down there so we're a little smaller in other places we weren't one of like down in memphis in may we weren't one of the big giant scaffolding (laughs) or giant scaffolding uh tents so the trailer itself it represents our footprint in a contest and then we just kind of scale the space outside of it depending on how many visitors we're going to have yeah no yeah no it was an impressive site but you're right the memphis may ones get insane with the the double deckers and everything else um So the, I, I like to ask everybody when we're talking to them uh, just to fire off some some quick top tips and we go meat by meat. So top tip, chicken. Butter. Are you guys only thighs or are you doing legs? What do you guys? Um, we, we do thighs in competition. We did legs once last year, tried it. We, our practice run was great. Our When we did it in competition, it was terrible. So we just like, no, going back, going back to thighs. Yeah. I, and that, you hear people talk about that. We practice a lot and like we're not cooking, we're practicing. And so it's kind of that old thought that if you can make all your mistakes while you're practicing and then nail it during the competition. So we just have We've got years ahead of us before we hit those legs. Yeah, I mean, and, and we won we won the American Royal Chicken category years ago using thighs. So I, it's going to be a, it's going to be a hard hard sell to get us to move away from you know what was a world championship technique and recipe. Oh, 100. Once once you get that, you're like, okay, we're sticking with this. What uh, what about ribs? What's your top tip ribs? You guys just came off a big win in Memphis. Uh, top tip in ribs. I mean, for for competition. Your your sizing, right? Really cook down to what you think is going to go to the judges. Yeah, part of, and part of sizing is we're, we really focus on making sure every slab of ribs is is trimmed down to the exact same size as well. You got four pieces of meat. If they're the, they're all the way the same, the same orientation, right? You can kind of assume that they're all going to cook the same as well. Granted, they might be four different pigs, so you got that variable to contend with. But really. You know, just keeping the moisture wrapped up inside there and uh, making sure they all get to the right doneness, which that's the secret. <laughs> that's you guys would all feel no temperature gauges or little. Uh, both. Um, I, I mean, I, I use the temperature probe on ribs to see where just where it's at. But I'm mostly going by like the, pro, the, the feel of the probe. And also I just lift the edge of the slab. That's the that's the ultimate. The ultimate tell is how, how does it feel? How does the how does it lift and the, how, do, how do the bone do the bones? keep the slab straight or do they just curl up? That's what I'm looking for. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Top tip, pork shoulder. Money muscle. Yeah. It's all about the money muscle. <laughs> There's a reason they call it money muscle because it wins. It's the muscle on the opposite side of that blade bone. That has the most beautiful striations in it. It's got better flavor, more. It's just a, a supple piece of meat. It's so, so good. And that's what judges well. So if you can cook that one and get it, whether you want to pull it into chunks or slice it, if you can cook it, put that in front of the judges and it will win. Are you cooking whole or are you cutting it out? We're cutting it out. We cooked it for whole for years. Um, and so this, this is actually a change we made for this year. And yeah. that, uh, we started cutting it out. Um, since the rule change came in, uh, came into play, I think about a year or so ago, we were still last, even through last year, still cooking it whole just because that's what we've always done. But um, it's just, it's just one, one more thing that we can reduce down as far as like the amount of meat, right? You're looking at a small cut of meat. We're basically cooking it like a slab of ribs now. So, which is, yeah. And is, is that doing well for you or are you still yeah. tweaking? So far, so good. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're getting top 10 calls every time. That's yeah. great. That's great. It's so funny because talking to all the different pit masters, some swear by cooking it whole, some swear by, it's just, it's just such a mixed bag. And some aren't telling you the truth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all, yeah, that's true too. I don't have a lie detector hooked up. Yeah. So you never know. All right. Oh, yeah, uh, the whole thing. We're cooking the whole thing. Whole thing. Of course we are. Uh, top tip brisket. Top tip and brisket. We, I mean, I think our theme of brisket is we're just reinforcing that beef flavor. We buy yeah. really, really good, high quality beef. So we're anything we do is is to reinforce that that beefiness. Yeah, I think whether it's putting beefiness into it, wrapping it with beefiness. I mean, it's multiple layers throughout the cook that we're introducing those beefy flavors. So it's not just a one shot. It's throughout the cook. What about ancillaries? And I know when we followed you, you actually, you, you hit pretty high on, uh, on something. beans. Yeah. Yes. On something, yeah. <laughs> on something, watch the show. Um, watch the show, watch the show, <laughs> watch the show, watch the show. But you, do you guys typically do the ancillaries or, or is that just Absolutely. something? Oh yeah. Our, our motto is you can't sweep the whole contest if you don't enter everything. So we go, we go in strong at every, every event. Well, but that's what we, that's the joy for us yeah. too, is the leading up to the event and designing what we're going to be doing and practicing it and having fun with it and feeding our friends and neighbors and, and family. And I don't, I just, the, to us, the ancillaries are kind of like we said with the kids queue, it's, it's our new focus is to do everything, have fun with the whole cook. And, you know, like we tend to do okay. There's a, a, a couple of categories that we tend to rock pretty regularly so I, and that's the other crazy thing is you know having been at memphis in may now you know this season michael actually competes in memphis yeah. in May, and just seeing like the people that get in the top 10 they all have the almost exact score it's like down to a hundredth of a of yeah. a point or even a coin toss you know on on, on who really gets into that top uh the top three you know because everyone does if you're in the top 10 you did almost a, you did a perfect score just about, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. It, every detail matters when it comes down to, especially when there's these massive amounts of teams, like every little detail, every point matters. Well, and in, in Memphis specifically, they, the judges can, how, how does that, it, the yeah. points? so in case of yes, it's just appearance, taste, tenderness. Memphis takes that a step further into overall impressions. They're basically ranking the ones that they judge top to bottom. So not only do you have to earn your perfect score points, you have to make the judges think that's the best thing on this table. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. 
So what is coming up for you guys? Like what's, what's the future? What's the next, uh, what's coming up this next year? What's, what, what are you guys looking at? Are you growing the business more or are you keeping things, you know, steady? What's happening? Yeah, we're growing. Yeah. yeah business is growing. We've yeah. got an emphasis on our, our sauces and seasonings right now. And if there's yeah. anything specific you want to. Well, I mean, we're, we're getting ready to land at some national nationwide places, um, which is really you know, ultimately that's the goal. We have a product that's proven people love it. Now, how do they get it? And so we've been working, but not only that, but also just getting it on products so people can eat it on things that are already seasoned or so kind of diving into some of those opportunities are really big for us because um, we think once you try it, you're going to want it. So we got to get it into people's mouths more and, and easier access. So we're doing that. And then as far as um, like we have, possible food and wine festival that's kind of knocking on the door that wants us, which is interesting for us because we don't have a restaurant. So people don't get a chance to find eat our food. So kind of be watching our social media for that announcement um, to be coming up. And then I, you know, there's a possibility I'll get to do some judging. There's a contest called the Jack Daniel um, contest. It's an invitational. Yeah. And the last few years, if we're not cooking it, I have the opportunity to judge it. So that's always a really fun um, trip. Uh, we will go down to uh, Royal Oak has an invitational in Atlanta. Yep. And that's a really fun one that we'll get to do. And then the kids will get to compete in that one. So that'll be a, a good one. And I think just like Jason and I said earlier, was just getting the kids into some more kids cues because um, it's they are really having fun with it. No, oh, it is a blast. I mean, it's a blast to watch them too. I can't wait for you guys to see the episode. <laughs> <laughs> they are they're hilarious we uh, they are their little personalities are definitely starting to really shine yeah definitely um no i mean it, i i think the other thing i i find it's great about you guys you know you you turned your passion into a hobby into a business hundreds of awards world championship titles like what advice would you give to uh you know someone just starting out in this whole barbecue competition world like what is the if you could go back and tell yourselves Hey, don't do this or do this or you know what 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 would be that advice to somebody just starting out? I'd go for it, right? You know, we went into barbecue because I th I thought we could win, right? That was we were cooking in our backyard and everybody loved our food and thought we could win. Why not us? So we entered the first time. Uh, the American Royal was our second barbecue contest. We got fifth place in brisket, so it's it's possible, right? Yeah. Granted, we didn't get awards for a while after that, but. We were we were committed to going after it. So you know, the, the hook was set yeah. deep. I really do think you got to win your friends and family, right? Um, but for us, the turning point, and I, someone had said this to Jason one time, was like, yeah, everybody loves free food, but will people pay for yours? And I think that was the turning point for us when we realized people would pay for this. So now there's possibly a business here. So let's, how do we make money? How do we feed the passion? so that it's something that we can sustain and continue to go. And that's, I think we've continued to do that all, all this time is we just, we're not coming out with new products every week and all kinds of new things. We're tried and true. And we're gaining that popularity because people really are enjoying it. Yeah. And I think the other thing I'd add is enjoy the journey, right? Have just fun. because I mean, there's a lot of teams, everybody wants to win and you're not going to win them all. So if the entire contest hangs on your winning, you're probably going to be unhappy most of the time. But you get to we pick areas and contests. We get to cook cool places like we did. We cook barbecue on the steps of the EPA building in Washington, D.C. 
Right. How, what, how else are you going to be able to do something like that? So smoking just, on the EPA. Enjoy the journey. <laughs> car, good things will happen. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Uh, kind of out of order because I, I meant to ask this earlier. What are your like top five contests that you go to? I know American Royals obviously won. Yep. Yeah, the American Royal, Memphis in May. Um, there used to be one. I'll still list it in the top five because it's maybe it'll come back. There used to be one in our hometown here in Lee Summit that was in downtown. We loved doing that one because all of our uh, friends and family would, would yeah. be able to come out. Um, what would you think? Yeah, the Great Lenexa Barbecue Battle. And let's see. I mean, if we ever, I mean, the Washington D.C. was fun, but you got to put the Jack in there. The Jack. The Jack. Yeah. That's yeah. so hard to get into. You have to be a champion. You have to win your way into the drawing and then get pulled from the drawing as well. So yeah. um, that is, that's got to be on the list. We've been, we've been lucky enough to, to, to cook the Jack. And then Megan's been honored to judge the Jack um, for several years as well. So there's just yeah. something special about that event. And uh, maybe it's the whiskey, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because you have to be good and lucky. And I think you're a fool to think that their luck doesn't play a part. We've cooked two contests in the last couple of weeks here where um, one of our categories, we just kind of hit a table that's a dud. But it's like you just look at those scores and we dive into it a little bit deeper and we're like, we're not going to change it because I just really think we're hitting tables where those judges just every single one of us are in the bottom of that contest. And I, I don't want to change what we're doing because we just happen to hit a dead table. But, you know, I just that, that's also part of the, the passion of like, OK, look, can we figure this out? Yeah. Third no. contest, we might have an issue. Yeah. <laughs> but then you got to change. Yeah. No, but it is that balance of sticking to your guns and then also, you know, not because you keep changing it. You're never going to have anything to really go off of. You got to yeah. kind of find that that rhythm and fall into it. Um, well, guys, great talking to you. Where can we yeah. find you? Yeah, Burnt. Instagram um, is pretty heavy for us. We're at Burnt Finger BBQ, our Burnt Finger BBQ um, website dot com. And then Facebook, if you're into Facebook, we've all got some presence there. We have a, a recipe and kind of, I don't know, just more about us, kind of a, what do you call that? A fan page? Group. A group? Facebook group. group. Yeah. yeah. And then we have also just the the um, page. actual page on, on Facebook. We're working on getting some more YouTube stuff happening. So I was going to ask you guys, I mean, that was a big thing too, right? The yeah. bacon explosion, which, yeah. which oh. kicked off. and. Yeah. Is that original video even still up? It's on, not on a video. It was, it was a, a recipe. yeah. It was a blog. It was just a recipe vlog. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a blog post that went crazy. Yeah, and and with that for the bacon explosion, it was kind of at the beginning of a lot of that YouTube stuff. So people were actually making the recipe and showing how they did it. And I think yeah. that's what part of it kind of that voyeur, you know, like what did they do? Did they well, everybody's catching their grills on fire? They were. <laughs> <laughs> they were grilling the bacon explosion over direct heat, the exact thing we told you not to do. And th things were like catching on fire. So it was great optics, great visuals. So <laughs> it just went nuts. Well, guys, great talking to you. Thank you so much. Cannot wait to see uh, you guys on the premiere uh, of Barbecue USA. And um, yeah, keep keep in touch. Love love to congratulations and good luck with everything. Thank Thanks. you. Barbecue. Three, two. One. Barbecue, three, two, one.